0: Welcome to the Sales Bluebird podcast, where we help cybersecurity companies grow sales faster. Whether you're a seller, marketer, leader, or founder, we give you tips, tricks, experiences, examples, ideas, and inspiration from people who know a thing or ten by building great cybersecurity companies. I am your host, Andrew Monahan, and today we are talking about a scourge of go to market teams and what they put out there in the world in cybersecurity. Something that is slowly killing any possible connection that they're trying to get with their ideal prospects in the marketplace. And that is the endless need we seem to have to make everything about us, about me, about our company, and about our product. If you look around to what you see, and in fact, maybe even what you yourself do, it is everywhere, um, but it can be fixed. In fact, a simple mental shift can be all that it takes to make a difference. And what that will result in is have prospects better connect with you, want to connect with you on calls, and want to work with you going forward as well. But look, it's tough, right? We spend all our time building this fantastic, innovative, groundbreaking product. Our engineering teams are heads down. They're building amazing things in a short period of time. What we can do to completely change cybersecurity is what is the mission that we're on, right? We're trying to create something that's going to make a big difference. It's all about our innovations. We're trying to build amazing features. We're getting funding from very sophisticated people. They're sending millions of dollars at us to keep going on this mission and keep developing our product. And what this means is that we keep building this amazing thing that is bringing that we're bringing to market or is being brought to market. And we're pretty proud of what it's all about. All that is about us. But then we need to talk with prospects and get them on board with this. We want them to be excited about it too. If they just had a modicum of excitement that we do, they might see the world through our lens and might want to actually buy this. And we need to get them to take a risk and spend real money. And also, in many respects, some career capital on their behalf to start working with our startup. Um, but they don't care about all our amazingness, right? They really don't. Uh, they've got their own problems to work on and they've got their own amazingness that they have. They just care what it this could do for them. They don't care what we do, they care about what we could do for them. And the aha here is when interacting with prospects, we need to move from an all about us perspective and lens to an all-about-the-prospect mindset. If we bring our mindset around so it really is starting with an all-about-the-prospect, then we can make that mental shift so that when we show up to calls working with potential prospects, that we have the right way of working with them. Everything that we do should start with the mental model of the prospect. A quick break to say that this episode is sponsored by the Security Funded Newsletter. Staying on top of all the latest news of the business of cybersecurity is really hard. There are thousands of cybersecurity companies and hundreds of VCs all doing new things all the time. It's really hard to keep up with all of it. I've been reading this Security Funded Newsletter for the last six months and look forward to seeing it appear in my inbox every Monday morning. It's written by Mike Prevett, who is a CISO himself, and who also advises startups and investors on the business side of cybersecurity. Each week, Mike covers the latest news and insights on cybersecurity funding, including investment trends, funding runs, new startup launches, and analysis and commentary. By subscribing to the newsletter, you'll gain valuable insights and perspectives that you just won't find anywhere else. Whether you're a founder, investor, or just someone who wants to stay informed about this rapidly evolving industry, the security-funded newsletter has something for you. I highly recommend you subscribe right now at salesbluebird.com funded. That's salesbluebird.com funded. Now back to the discussion. Now, let's make this a little bit more real. Uh, I'm going to take two situations where we're interacting with prospects. And uh, one of them is from a very early stage funnel, someone looking at our website. And then the second one might be looking at our sales decks. So I'm going to go out there and I'm going to look at uh, four websites of companies that I believe are not doing a great job of making all about the prospect. And in fact, uh, out the gate, the first interaction that you have with this company is all about them. So let's look at the first one on my list here is Zscaler. A uh, highly successful company, right? Grown over the last 20 years to unbelievable heights. You go to the webpage right now. And the first thing I do, I, I see is secure your users workloads and IOT, OT. Join us for this live event featuring voices from the industry's in, undisputed leader in zero trust. Zscaler, the creator of the Zero Trust Exchange platform, uses the largest cloud, security cloud on the planet to make doing business and navigating change a simpler, faster, and more productive experience. So if you look at what they're doing, they're out the gate talking about themselves. What they have as their image, it looks like, I don't know, it looks like uh, their conference, right? That uh, maybe they they were talking at. Um, Look at the words that they use. They start in the second, I think I, t- I talked about it. Zscaler. It's not themselves. Zscaler, the creator of the Zero Trust Exchange. Here's what we do, and aren't we amazing? We created something amazing. We, we, we. Then we go down the next section. What we do. We help you, right? We, we, we at the start, and then at the end of this, they tack on what it means for the prospect. But the orientation that this would say to me is, it's, it's. They start with talking about themselves. Even on here, it says, get ready for Zenith Live 23. I don't know what Zenith Live is, but I'm going to guess it's their user conference. So get ready for our amazing conference, right? Not about, well, why? what are you going to get from attending it? Um, so there's one that uh, starts off with a lot about them, the Zscaler Zero Trust Exchange. Here's what it is. It's an integrated platform of services, blah, blah, blah. Not much really starting with the prospect, the customer, the big advantages they're going to get from from working or going to Zscaler. Next one on my list is Fortinet. Uh, again, been around for ages, had a huge periods of growth. No idea if they're still growing. They're a public company, though, right now. Um, here's something that just gets me. <laughs> so Fortinet, out there, uh, out the gate on their homepage, got a whole bunch of headings there, a whole bunch of menu items. Here we are, a leader positioned highest in ability to execute, recognized in the 2022 Gartner Magic Quadrant for the 13th time. Right, Today's enterprises require a new approach to cybersecurity, the Fortinet cybersecurity fabric. fabric. The cybersecurity fabric brings together the concepts of convergence and consolidation to provide comprehensive cybersecurity protection, blah, 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 blah. Security Mesh Architecture, they've given the, their own four-letter acronym, CSMA, is an architectural approach that promotes why we're wonderful, and it's just incredible, and we do interoperability, interoperability, I'm kind of going off script here a little bit, but, yeah, you know, but then, 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 then next bit, latest from Fortinet, you know, aren't we amazing, you should hear all about us, um, and on and on it goes, so if you look at their, their site, um, it starts off with saying, we're amazing, now, I get it what they're trying to do. They're trying to say, you know, credibility, right? We're we're positioned highest in the ability to execute in the magic quadrant for firewalls. I get what they're trying to do, but it's it's uh it's a me. We're aren't we amazing? And the wording they use on their website starts with them all the time. The Fortinet security fabric, cybersecurity mesh architecture, all about them. And we've got this amazing innovation that's come out. Isn't that incredible? Next one I can go down to. Uh, I don't know why these are the, uh, more of the old guard are doing this. Uh, checkpoint. Um, you know, again, <laughs> highly successful for many years, but at an interesting stage in their, their development 25 years in. Here we go. Uh, first thing I see is something about, oh, we just moved on. First thing I see is something about CPX360, uh, the industry's premier cybersecurity summit and expo. So again, I think this is their, um, their user conference, maybe. Uh, so the first thing they're talking about is them and their user conference. We're the industry's premier summit and expo. Register now. And then on their carousel, the next thing that comes up, well, here we go. <laughs> it must be the firewall magic quadrant time because checkpoint, 23 times a leader. What did uh, Fortinet say 13 times? Uh Checkpoint, 23 times a leader. Checkpoint named a leader in the 2022 Gartner Magic Quadrant. Aren't we uh, just uh, fantastic? Next thing on their um, on their carousel here, some there's four th- uh, images on the carousel. I'm up to three now. Third one: Quantum Cybersecurity Platform Titan release. Uh, AI deep learning block zero day DNS phishing and IoT attacks. Okay, so they, this, they've got some sort of new release. Don't know what all it does, but. Uh, Titan release. It's a Titan release of their quantum cybersecurity platform. Nothing about prospect there whatsoever and what they might care about. And then finally, just when you thought the Magic Quadrant was uh was bad enough, here we go. Forbes 2022, world's best employers. We are the world's leading cybersecurity employer, uh, according to Forbes, which is probably the ultimate pay-to-play magazine out there. Um, so interesting choice there. So that's their carousel. Then as he's as you go down, recommended for you. They've got some articles, it looks like. Uh, one from GigaOM, which uh, quasi-independent ESG, uh, article, article. Uh, again, more about them. 23 times, a leader in Magic Quadrant. Again, 100,000 customers Check, trust Checkpoint. One out of four was as global Fortune 500 companies use uh, Checkpoint. Etc. all about them. And then finally, they get into some stuff of what they actually do, uh, protect your enterprise network, secure the cloud from there. But if you look at it, it starts off all about them. I'm going to quickly wrap up with one more here. Uh, slightly uh, less established company, although a reasonable size is still the same as iBoss. Um, let's look at what iBoss says. Uh, iBoss, purpose-built for zero-trust protect organizations from breaches and data loss okay um, the iboss zero trust edge the starts with them the iboss zero trust edge unrivaled global cloud security fabric network security fabric a containerized architecture built for infinite scalability iboss created and operates with the largest global cloud network blah 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 about them iboss Unrivaled, we are unrivaled. We have a containerized uh, architecture. We do 150 billion transactions daily. We, 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 4 billion threats prevented daily. Aren't we amazing? Right? You get the idea. You look at the, the tone of of how these companies are presenting them to the market is we, 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 we. We are amazing. we got this amazing stuff. We are innovative and people like Gardner think we're awesome. And therefore, you should do too, right? Um, I would argue that, uh, you know, I get why they're doing it, but I would argue that not very effective way for someone, uh, if I'm going to their site to, uh, learn more about what's latest for them and what they're doing, I'm not going to get that by looking at this, right? Looking at these websites, I'm going to hear how awesome they think they are, but, uh, that's about it. If you think about the next thing I talked about, which was sales decks, um, I don't have any examples to show, to go through here with you, but let me see, let me, uh, Couple, two or three things I, I see quite a bit um one of the things that happens quite a lot still is that the decks uh that are used start on the first or second page with the who we are right maybe some founders uh maybe some uh, investors maybe some logos from existing customers are on there as well um and again you know there's a there's a reason why that's there it's not completely stupid to have it uh but what you're doing is you're starting off your deck talking about ourselves, yourself, and how we're amazing. And we got this amazing funding. And look at our founders. They they just find this amazing thing, and they got this amazing career. And, you know, you usually drop some names in there, right? So they're amazing, amazing, amazing. But it all starts with them. It doesn't start with the prospect. Um, And then usually from there, it continues into uh, the second thing, which is a tone of, here's what we do. We do this, and we do that and we got this thing that does this and we got this innovation that does that and we've got this product that does that and here's our architecture and how it all works and you end up talking at them for a period of time all about what we do and again the tone is about us as opposed to about the prospect and then the final thing is um that as uh, a giveaway that you're uh, got a, a model around us and we and what we do is when most of the deck that you present is product oriented, right? It's about the product, it's about how it works. And it's about the different features it has. And it's, it tends to be lower level stuff when you get down to that, that sort of level, right? Uh, the features it has, the capabilities it has, what we call things, right? There's a dead giveaway. You know, we've got this thing and we call it, um, you know, some buzzwordy thing. It's either a buzzwordy thing or it's something that might've been out of Game of Thrones, right? Um, our new Titan platform, was that the checkpoint one or the Fortnite one? Can't remember. Our new Titan platform, right? Very product orientated. And to me, that's a dead giveaway about a situation where we're talking too much about ourselves. So what do we do about this? Um, if the real question a prospect is asking is, what could do this? What could this company do for me? Then we need to think about what could we actually do for them? And if we're doing that, what we're going to do is start with the problems that we solve. That's what's going to resonate most with them. They're in the mode usually of not saying, I'm really excited to learn about this new company and just on a whim, figure out what they do. Very, very few people have the time and inclination to do that. Their usual starting point is I've got a whole bunch of shit to deal with. And some of it's not working very well. Some of it's working decently. Um, but I want to know if in this area, whatever that area might be, this company is going to help solve my problems in that area, right? That's the lens that they're bringing to this. So let's go back to a couple of websites that I think do this better than most. Uh, First one is a company called Blumira, B-L-U-M-I-R-A.com. Cybersecurity company funded by 1011 Ventures. And they start off on their homepage with, finally, a sim for your small team. And the text goes on to say, you've got enough to worry about. Ransomware attacks are constantly making headlines, and compliance changes are difficult to keep up with. You deserve a low-maintenance SIM that's easy to use and fits your budget. Deploys in minutes, and then free for Microsoft 365. So here's a company that, um, that goes after SMB, right? They're not a big enterprise hunter right now. But they've nailed the messaging for that SMB, so the small team, I think. Is the illusion there. Um, now might tweak some of the language they use in that second paragraph. You know, you've got enough to worry about, you know, things like that. It's very prescriptive. But what they're trying to do at least is is orientate everything around their prospect so that the prospect looks like, yeah, you know, I do have enough to worry about. It. Ransom attacks are killing me. I'm fed up with dealing with them. I've got compliance audits up the up the yin-yang. I um, have to deal with these all the time. I don't have a big team. Uh, and I need some tool that's going to be reasonably cost-effective to help me figure this out, right? Uh, so they could do a good job there. The next big headline, get your time back. We'll do the heavy lifting, right? So the first thing in there really is, about them is we'll do the heavy lifting. And even that is not a, you know, we've got this new Titan platform thing that does amazing things. Um, it's literally the heading says, get your time back. We'll do the heavy lifting. And their headlines below that, the subheadings, are all about the customer. Less time in the dark, less time on compliance, faster security value. And they, if you dig deeper into the paragraphs below those subheads, again, the focus, the tone of it is all about them. And it does go on to say, here's how we help. But the first thing they do, the tone of it, is all about the prospect. So this is much better aligned to trying to connect with with the prospect like that. Another company that I think does a decent job is a company called Sonri Security. So that's S-O-N-R-A-I, Sonri Security, Uh, S-O-N-R-A-I security.com. So it starts off with eliminate privilege, access, and lateral movement risk in your cloud. right? And this is an interesting one. Just as an aside, Um, there's active language and passive language. Um what they could have said is eliminate privilege access and lateral movement risk in the cloud right and there is just you know it's very kind of third party risk but what they're doing is talking to me in your cloud um down below identity controls are central to enterprise plans for cybersecurity uh and then going down below connect the dots eliminate relationships that create toxic risk uh, so there're things going fast I can read it here uh eliminate useless alerts, right? It's, it's the language operationalize and fix. Don't just visualize issues, but remediate them. These are this is the language I'm seeing here coming through. Uh, and then down below, they they get a bit more into what they do, but it's you know complete cybersecurity security in one platform. Um see must fix vulnerabilities. So I can, as a prospect, I'll be able to see must fix vulnerabilities, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So there's two companies on the website that if you look at what they're doing, their tone is much more aligned to their prospect than the first batch that I gave you. So that's a good sign that their, their company and what they're doing is oriented towards that. Now, let's think about the sales decks, right? Um, the, the examples I gave before of, of symptoms of the tone not being quite right. So the first thing I would do, my personal recommendation always is put that slide that's all about us in the deck, but towards the end or right at the end. Right? The one that says, here's our founders, here's our investors, here's some logos of customers that we've won, uh, things like that. We've been in business for however long and blah, blah, blah. Put that in there, put it at the end, right? If you think about the, the flow of a conversation, you make it all about the prospect, you're talking about their problems and how you're gonna attack them and help them and solve problems. You know, then the end, the thing is. By the way, you, you might be asking, you know, are we the right team to work with, the right company to work with to solve that? Well, we've actually got some blue chip investors. We've got some really well-known customers already that are validating what we're doing. And, uh, we've got the experience in the team to pull this off for you. Right. So, so the tone is all about them. And then don't worry. We've got your back. We're going to be there for you. We know what we're doing rather than all the way around, which is let me tell you all about how awesome we are before we even start to talk about yourself and, uh, and what that's all about. So put put that slide towards the end. Um, And also align to that rather than uh, starting with things, the tone is that here's what we do and here's what we do and we're amazing and we've got this thing and all the rest of it. Orientate the start of the deck all around the problems that you solve for prospects, right? Have a slide which is the problem slide or maybe a couple of slides about the problem slide, depending on the types of teams that you deal with. And use that to drive a conversation with the prospect. You think about it. The usual thing is, you know, salesperson, uh, sales leader, whoever it is, pulls out the deck and the prospect is thinking, here we go. I'm going to get talked at for a while. I want to pay attention. I want to learn. But this person is going to talk at me for a while, right? And they're going to tell me how awesome they are and all the things they do. What if you broke that up and said, listen, I'm going to use this first slide here to drive a deeper conversation. You know, when when I... When we Usually when we talk to transportation companies like yourselves, here's the types of challenges that they, ex- they express to us. I'm curious. Is this what you're experiencing as well? You mentioned in our discovery this. This is a good example of that, right? It's all about them. You're bringing up some credibility by knowing the types of problems that they're facing, um, but you're doing it in the context of your prospect. The tone is all about the prospect's problems and not all about us. The reason that we want to do that is if the prospect believes that you understand their problem, you nailed it even before they've nailed it, right? You just completely understand the world that they're in and the hurt they're in. They're much more likely to believe that you have the solution to the problem. So So that's why you want to do it, right? If you nail that conversation, you nail the statements that says, we see this all the time. Prospects, you know, people like yourselves have these sorts of challenges. It usually means they're frustrated and fed up with how this is going. And then you invite them into the conversation and you've, you've nailed it. Then they're much more likely to lean in, engage with you and believe that you're, you know, what you're talking about and you're the right company to do business with. And that goes to our our third thing when we talked about sales decks was product oriented, right? We're turning that away from being product oriented. We're turning it towards being problem oriented. These are the problems that we see. These are problems you told us that you had, and by the way, here's how we can fix them. Uh, the call, the other side to that uh, that I was talking about before is when you say, "Here's all the things that we can do," and by the way, some of your problems might have been in there as well. We might solve some of those things if we orientate around the problems that people will want to do business with us. So let me wrap this up. If you find yourself orientating around, we do this. And here's what we've been doing and here's what we can do. here's what we have built and here's how amazing we are, even if you don't say it like that you need to stop yourself right Stop yourself from doing that. Change the tone and start everything you engage with the prospect from the standpoint that uh, the prospect is what matters and their problems is what matters. Remember they're asking themselves the question what could do this what could this company do for me? And that's the question that we need to answer for them. So if you enjoyed this episode, subscribe in your favorite podcast player, even the one that you're listening to this episode in right now would do. If, you, if uh, you're if you listening to this online on the, on the website, go to your favorite podcast player, subscribe, and get these episodes dropped in automatically. Uh, and also the best thing you can do, two best things you can do to support this podcast. One is tell a friend about it. And the second one is leave a review at Apple Podcasts or on the Sales Bluebird website. At the top there, it says Wall of Love. You can just quickly drop in comments there about what you liked about the podcast so far. That's how you can best support this podcast. Thanks for joining me today. And I'll see you next time on Sales Bluebird. Don't forget that what you do is important. And I'm rooting for you in 2023 and beyond.